This is part two of Three Trends Predict FinTech Brand Success, inspired by the Nine Labs blog post. You can find it at ninelabs.com. If you missed the last episode, go back and listen to it on your favorite podcast app. And on with part two, we're going to talk about Schwab as a legacy brand, Robinhood as a challenger brand, and Webull combining the best of both worlds. Webull, W-E-B-U-L-L, Webull, has borrowed from the detailed nature of Schwab and the modern UI of Robinhood to create a user-friendly trading option with richer data. This is what you have to do. You have to take what was working in the past. There's nothing wrong with older brands or legacy brands. You just have to update that UI. That's the point of this article. That's the point of this little case study about Webull. So check it out at ninelabs.com and let me know what you guys think. Tweet me at Emily Binder. What are your favorite fintech apps or trading or investing platforms? Personally, I'm in love with Public at the moment, just from a brand perspective. And I would say, I would echo Scott Galloway on this. Public is the immunity or the antidote to the virus that is Robinhood. Sorry, Robinhood. And I do love Robinhood Snacks, the podcast. <laughs> I'm friends with those guys on Twitter. But just from an economic and responsibility standpoint as a brand in marketing, marketers are not known for being super responsible. I've always tried to take everything we do with that responsibility perspective because especially when you're doing advertising, it informs culture. It reflects culture and it informs culture. Same thing with the way you design your app. If you are responsible for any kind of technology that people are using, like if you are responsible for the algorithm at Google, things like that and the design of Apple Health you know, they didn't have menstrual tracking for years because no one in the room had a period. You have to be responsible in the way you design things and present them, whether it's an advertising message, whether it's an app, whether it's a trading platform, because people are just herd animals and most people don't think for themselves and they will fall victim to those tricks of UI. Do you want to know a UI trick that you've probably fallen for if you're like most professionals? LinkedIn has access to your contacts and your calendar, unless you have been very observant of literally every bit of text and X's and buttons on the screen because especially on the mobile app, as you go through the process of inviting someone to connect or signing up for LinkedIn in the first place or logging in the first time, it says, oh, would you like us to access your contacts to make it easy for you to connect with people that you already know? Don't say yes. Look for that little tiny X up in the corner that your finger has to reach for. Again, UI, design. Everything is in a certain place for a reason. It's in the place that is easiest for you to tap, and the button is a color that your eye is drawn to, so it's a lower cognitive load on your brain to go find something else that doesn't quite pop out as much visually. Watch for this whenever you're on apps. You've probably given LinkedIn access to your contacts and calendar by accident, but if you go to emilybinder.com and search for my blog post about LinkedIn contacts, I have tips and tricks so that you can go and undo that if you want to be more private. If you don't care, then don't bother, but... Go check out this blog post, though, on, on my page, emilybinder.com. It's my LinkedIn privacy tips post. And I will talk to you guys next time.